A roundabout offers the chance to choose a destination. How fast or slow, how cautiously or bravely you approach it. A roundabout provides its user opportunity, danger, but ultimately choice, much like life. Roundabout is a podcast about life, love, journeys, success and failure. Mostly a celebration of living life and making the most of opportunity. G'day Roundabouters. Today I'm truly blessed to have a guest in the man cave who is loved by all who know him and admired by many for his courage and true grit. He's a lover of the great game of basketball, a passionate basketball coach, a Twitter guru, and an amazing father and husband. Folks, please let me introduce Nathan Hand, or as most people call him, Handy. Nathan Hand, welcome to the Roundabout Podcast, mate. I truly appreciate you being here. Um, just for the listeners out there, um, I've known Nathan for a few years now, and I'll refer to him through this podcast um, as Handy. Um, so, you know, if I'm talking about Handy, Handy, I'm talking about you. Welcome, brother. <laughs> that would be me. Uh, yeah, no, it's good to be here. Firstly, um, congratulations on starting this kind of stuff up. I listened to the Alan Morris pod uh, the other day, and yep. these are the kind of things, Alan Morris has a million stories, so these are the kind of things that, you know, would be great to, to have, so people can listen to them, you know. So, yeah, yep. congratulations. It's a bit of a, Thanks, bit of a time uh, outlay to do, but no, it's awesome. Mate, I love it, and you know what, it's... It's one thing sitting around having a beer, ringing my mates. It's another thing sitting down face to face, sober, recording stuff. It's it really is. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's a cool thing. I, I love it, and I'll I'll keep doing it. As I said last week to Alan, I'll keep doing it till they tell me to stop. Yeah, well, so. I, I wouldn't expect my pod would come before Alan, but after <laughs> Alan, I'm comfortable where I'm sitting. Let's be honest. <laughs> On the ranking, there yeah, we yeah. <laughs> um, Handy, I titled the episode from post to posty. So I'll explain that later. Why? Uh, yeah, I see what you've done there. Yeah, yeah. like that. Nice. Um, I was just wondering, what was your first job ever? <laughs> uh, okay, so my parents uh, bought a couple of businesses out at Merbein uh, in the mid-90s. One was at a video store and one was a takeaway coffee lounge. All right. So we got in contact with Steve Jones, who had purchased uh, Pup Pup from Alan Morris. Yep. Um, and he just was coming in, bringing machines into a little games room we had there and Yep. He would just happen to be talking to mum, who he's like, yeah, we, he's getting towards Christmas, we need to get some juniors, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So I get home from school and mum goes, oh, do you want a job? I said, oh, yeah, I suppose. She goes, well, you've got to go into putt-putt and speak to, the, speak to the owner. Yep. So I strolled up there after school and uh, yeah, Steve was there with his wife at the front counter there and I, uh, I just said, oh, look, I'm here about the job you got open. Yep. At that stage, they didn't have any put any feelers out okay. so I'm walking in and they're like oh how the hell did you find out about that and I'm like oh I said mum and dad got the, the coffee lounge out there oh yes right no worries and he goes oh no worries you can start uh, this week if you want beautiful and how I, old were you there? I was 15 I still remember what I was wearing can I roll with it what year would that have been then uh, so no. I was 20 so yeah 1995 no that's not right be early 90s. Right? Yeah, yeah, nah. It would so, be in 90. Yeah. 1990. That sounds right, That's yeah. That's yeah. Um, so you would have been wearing Jordan 4s, <laughs> baggy shorts, and some probably basketball T-shirt or something. Uh, one out of three ain't oh. bad. 
Uh, yeah, we, my parents didn't splash too much in the way of cash around us. They gave us what yeah. we need. We never yeah. wanted for anything. But, yeah. man, this Jordan T-shirt that I, I wore in, I wanted so bad. It was in a Des Nicholson's at <laughs> oh, another, another, target there. another um, you know, basketball name from Mildura. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, right or wrong, I had to have it. So I might, I mean, do it a few extra chores or whatever. So I, <laughs> I finally get it and I get to, get to wear, it, wear it and put it on a good impression for me first day, my first shift. Perfect. I walked in there on the Friday night and there was people everywhere <laughs> there were kids there was parents there was a screaming child Ooh. that screaming child landed in my arms for oh. the first 15 minutes of my working Dylan life Delwyn had a, a, a daughter was uh, yeah only four months old I think at that stage and they were that mm-hmm. flat out she just handed that to me so that was my first official Wow. Uh, yeah, part of the So they workforce. kind of employed you as a babysitter, really, didn't they? But the first 15 minutes, <laughs> I thought I was not going to last another 15 minutes, to be honest. But yeah, And in the end, I lasted 25 years. So that's wow. not a bad effort, 25. I would have thought. 25. Yeah, 25 years. I would have the record in Mildura on being uh, in the attendance of most of the first dates that have ever happened. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. And I know one that's still going still really? going strong. Yeah, Dave and Emmett Smith had their first date. Oh, the romantic Smith. Yeah, yeah, romance. He's <laughs> full of romance, haven't we? <laughs> They swept her off her feet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 25 years. 25 years, yeah. So that's that's the longest first ever job I've ever heard of. Yeah, yeah. I did it, it just suited my personality. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was it just was something. Look, I'd probably still be there if I didn't get married and have kids, yep. to be honest. Yeah. Um, but that's the only reason I moved is met Lisa. We were yep. starting to plan a family and very hard to do uh, do. You know, be a father and be working four or three nights a week. You've yeah. For so sure. the so the next opportunity was at the post office, which was early starts but early finishes. So yeah, um, yeah okay. that was. So I jumped wow. into that. Yeah. Um. So in my notes, I've written down that you were the king of putt putt for many years, <laughs> which you've already discussed. Can you just for those that aren't familiar with what happens at, as we call it putt putt, El Morris, he's he's converted it to a one word thing. He calls it. Papa golf. <laughs> it's one word. It says it so fast you can actually not understand what he's saying. Yeah. Part, part golf. But he said that in my last podcast 20 times he referred to it and obviously he was the origin. But give us your – what is it? What is part, part? Well, well, see, Alan Morris, I don't know if he's mentioned when he brought it out here, but it was about 1972, yep. um, well yeah, before my, my time. Um, and yeah, so we had still had Alan Morris Motors to the right hand side, yeah. um, and then you had the putt putt, and it just sort of it was popular at the time and exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time I came around, they were still playing competitions. So Alan Morris and uh, the, the late great Wally Walters what were well, they were the, the two major professionals. I know. So they would travel away and they go play. Alan's yeah. played in the states for for that kind of money. He said that. So I sort of. Uh, so I sort of took on the the role of organising tournaments and that kind of gear. Yeah. Uh, played a couple of seasons as the amateurs, won a, an amateur uh, national title. Wow. Um, but these these pros, they were playing for money and they get money going into their pocket tax-free. I'm thinking, hang on, I've got to get a slice of this. <laughs> Hell yeah. So um, so I put my application in and they're like every pro that, pro partner that's in Mildura, uh, yeah. sorry, in Australia, so they just see fresh blood. There's blood they in the water, there's, there's new money coming. <laughs> Let's so I was lucky enough to play in the national titles. Uh, I think it was two thousand here in Mildura. Yep. And I won the uh, the national match play title against uh, Alan Cox, who is got every every record nearly in the book. Uh, wow. He's from Sydney. So yep. yeah, the 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 final was played over seventy two holes. And 72 yeah, holes of putt and, and it finished on a hole in one on the seventy second hole, and Alan had to get. 
to force, you know, to drop the putt to win. Or yeah, to, to equal, and uh, just just lipped. And did you lose your shit? Did you go nuts? Or did you uh, well, it's right where the uh, right where the whale is at, at putt putt. I actually think I might have thrown me, me putter in the actual. Uh, oh, the in, in the pool there. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't mean what happened because 72 games, 72 round um, holes of putt-putt is... That's a lot. Above the shoulders, it's exhausting. Yeah. But I pocketed a nice little 350 down after oh, a while mate, and then uh, that qualified it. me for the skins, which yeah. is, you know, uh, same as regular golf. Yeah. Um, I got to the 16th hole, hadn't gone off for a while. Uh, the tally was 250. Yeah. I, I smacked it in. These are the best putters in, in Australia behind me. I didn't yeah. expect three of them to miss what is an easy hole of the Muldura. Wow. And, yeah, so that was another another Fun. nice little, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so um, yeah, I had a bit of cash to splash around, a nice little bonus for me. But it was a lot of fun, extremely competitive. Yeah. Um, it's funny, isn't it? I think of it as a, it's a fun sort of jovial thing. But like every sport, I mean, I think of 10-pin bowling like that. And a mate of mine, Dean McKinnon, is, was a... You know, uh, Australian champion, world something. I know he's ranked. Yeah, like, it's serious stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. No, and then a lot of people, um, uh, a lot of people don't understand the difference between putt putt and mini golf. Yeah, and if you had mentioned to Alan Morris and you had have said mini golf, mini golf he might have jumped <laughs> over this table and got a piece here. But no, see, putt putt golf is every hole has to be able to be made in one shot. You so an ace. Uh huh. Whereas mini golf, you got your par twos, your par threes, your uh-huh. par th- you know, and it, not every hole could yeah. be made in, in a hole in one. But that's this yeah. pretty much the, the okay. biggest difference. You tell people that and they understand it. The one hole, I don't know what number. It's had a, a ramp and then the round bit like that that dropped, and you had to go off the ramp and roll. That, I that, I had a twenty on that once. That's the uh, that's the drop off hole. No. So the Masters has Amen Corner, do they? That's is the Masters have the Amen yeah. Corner. Yeah, you get through there, you're right. Yeah. Well, it starts on that that drop off hole. Um, it's yeah. not a hard putt to ace, but if you just get it slightly wrong, you, the, up the hill, yeah, off, and up. it rolls down, and you've got a, a six <laughs> footer. Uh, across a rise, and yeah, so I've seen I've seen people be on great runs yeah. and lose it all on that hole. That's stuck in my mind. And the one like that, the hilly one, that was cool. I, I reckon I nailed that because you just go off the back and it bounces in. But um, hey, we could talk about putt putt forever. Have you ever played normal golf? Like, uh, in- yeah, yeah. No, I um. Yeah, played a bit of golf. Um, mainly with just the guys that I used to hang out just with. Just the boys, a bit of fun. Yeah. Dave Smith, Brendan Arundel, all those yeah. boys. Um, cool. Good fellas. Yeah, I think we, um, we we played it a couple of, couple of years. We played to, uh, in some of the events here, and yeah. I think I was off 26 or something. Yeah, I'm up there. Really good on the on the short stuff. but <laughs> On the green, you should when, be. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> for sure, but, uh, yeah, a little wayward off the tee. Yeah, mate, same. same. <laughs> I don't play golf. For any other reason that I can have a beer and talk a bit of crap with my mates. There I, you go, spot on. I don't, you know, get me on a basketball court and the brain switches. <laughs> um, hey, did you... So I, I sort of made light of the post of the postman and I had this thing in the back of my mind that you, you were a postman. So you mentioned, but you were actually a postman, right? Yeah, so I left uh, Putt-Putt yeah. so that we could start a family. And I was uh, I'm, I was the postman everyone liked to see because I'm not the guy on the bike delivering the, the rates or the water <laughs> bill or, yeah. or this and that. I'm the one that's bringing what they just bought on eBay oh, there. So they, nice. So they're always, always a smile at the door when I turn up because I'm bringing them what they want. So, um, look, I, I don't know. I'm not actually sure how long I was there for. Um, the contract was bought out, went down to uh, St. Raja Couriers. Yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah, it was a few, a few years down there, but... 
I've probably knocked on nearly. <laughs> there wouldn't be too many houses I haven't knocked on in, in Ramaldura. Yeah. Yeah. So, but once again, suit my personality. You get up early. It's go go go. It's all. It's flat out before you even get the van. Yeah. And then away you, you go. Away you go. Yeah. What um. Is there a memory that stands out? Like, obviously, if you're turning up to people's houses. Oh, oh, oh Corey. <laughs> do we even really want to go down? Yeah, we I do. No, do. I can. <laughs> I, have, I, have in, I have interrupted people having sex. <laughs> I have uh, interrupted uh, a lovely young lady who was deciding that yeah, vacuuming in her knickers and bras was a great thing. Um, oh. Yeah, you'd see just, you, yeah. And in the end, they do, they're like, oh, it's a postie. They see you every couple of days. They yeah. get a little bit too comfortable, I think. <laughs> yeah. But in saying that, I've seen that the blokes turn up. I've, they've had night shift and they're answering the door and they're rubbing their eyes and they've got their, you know, their, their Superman uh, wife fronts on and that kind of stuff. That's not pleasant. <laughs> yeah, no. Not pleasant. Here's your, no. here's your parcel, mate. Good luck. At least <laughs> he's scratching his eyes, not uh, something yeah. else. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I did pizza delivery for a while in Melbourne when I was at uni and, yeah, there was a lady that answered the door someplace in Hawthorne in these shonky flats, and let's just say her dressing gown didn't cover what she had. <laughs> and it was, I was talking to my kids about it the other day, saying, it, yeah, I, it was something bad was going to happen. I was, she was either going to, I don't know, I don't even want to go there. Yeah, I might no, even get that out. Yeah. Um, so that was, I've had three three jobs in my lifetime. One at putt putt, one at yeah. the water slide with Alan Morris there. Yeah, right, and of and uh, yeah, Posty. The so postie with the mosty. The water slide and putt putt at the same time, different time. Uh, so Alan still had the water slide yeah. um, when I started, okay. and, and you had to be eighteen to work there. So once I turned eighteen, I, Alan was coaching me at that stage for uh, yeah. basketball, mm-hmm. um, and he said, "Yeah, come down and if you want some extra cash." So yeah. I worked there then, you know, all the way through. Um, it, it was built in 1982. It's 50 foot in the air. Yeah. Um, and it's the last place you want to be on a Sunday morning if you've had a big <laughs> Saturday night. Because January, February, March, Ooh. you know, it's, yeah, hot up there. it's very hot up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad enough as I remember, you know, as a kid, I even taking my kids running up there with the bare feet. I actually took my kids there when they were maybe like three and five. And I've, I'll make, you know, about 102 kegs. I've come down, somehow <laughs> gone forwards and headbutted the bottom of the pool and almost knocked myself out. <laughs> Came home with concussion. Jackie rang the nurse on call. They didn't know it was... And it was pretty embarrassing to say I got... Sounds like a good time, actually. ...concussion from the water slide. Uh, well, there's some bloke that'll listen to this. He'll uh, he'll also have a story regarding that, and that's Damien Robertson because yeah. he... They came over to see me at the putt putt, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to the water slide. It's forty degrees. I'm dying in there." And yeah. they're like, "We're going to get wet." And then all of a sudden, I look across, and he's sitting on this plastic chair, and I'm, <laughs> "What is he doing?" So in the end, it was a bit, bit of a lull at the putt putt. So I got the junior watcher thing. I went over, and yeah. and he'd done exactly what you done. Yeah. Decided he didn't, he didn't realise where he was in the water. Water no. just went bang, and and uh, yeah, split, so split me in the middle. I went up the side, and somehow forwards. I, it wasn't deliberate. It just flung me that way. Yeah. And I've been up there a million times, but. Um, yeah, now you mentioned um, one of my all-time favourite words there. You said uh, he was coaching me in basketball. So I've got a little question that says, you know, obviously you and I, we, we talk basketball a lot. We're involved. We connected through basketball. What's your first memory of basketball ever? Uh, well, to be honest, it's me having a hissy fit down at the stadium because my parents said, you're playing basketball. Really? Uh, we're signing you up for him. Uh, you know, you can like it or lump it, but you're going to be playing. Wow. So that was, that was my first, and I was top age under 14s, and I'd, I'd been all football, 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 yep. and I just, I, I grew really quickly, and yep. I could barely walk and chew gum at the same time. Yeah, okay. So, Tripping but, over your shoelaces. Yeah, so that. football, last year of football become extremely frustrating for me, <laughs> so uh, I pulled the pin on that, and they yeah. I suppose if you if if you 
grown and and so you were uh, tall at that, that 12? yeah yeah I, I had a I had a decent growth spurt um I yeah. think pretty much all the males in my family do my brother left me behind in nine months I yeah, was right. looking down at him and next time he knocked on the door I'm like what is going on here <laughs> yeah that wasn't fun at all he's six foot five right uh, and all, all through my dad's side of the family there's some big units yeah okay so so your mum and dad have taken you down dropped you at the 8th street stadium as Al Morris likes to call it the stadium with atmosphere um <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, he said. And uh, Al and I are going to have a chat about uh, those topics an- another time. Oh, be, I'll come in and I'll supply you with the drinks if you like. I'd yeah. love that. Yeah, I've never seen Al drink. He doesn't strive. No, no, no. He's, um, he doesn't need to be. He's, he's, no, got, he's got a cherry ripe addiction. I remember you also used to come really? and putt putt and, and say, grab that one and throw it in the fridge for me. I'll get it in an hour. I might drop a box off to him. Yeah, he doesn't um, mind his cherry ripes. So mum and dad have taken you down the stadium. And my brother as well. So both, both and, the, myself and brother. And who were you going to play for? Or did you play? It was uh, for Imps. Wildcats. Oh, Wildcats. Yeah. Yeah. So back when they were Imps, with, still with the green. Uh, no, they just they had just moved to the, the light blue, the light teal. Blue. Is it, yeah, we're calling yeah. it teal? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a pretty poxy colour, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I lobbed at the top age under 14s and Greg yeah. lobbed at the top age under 12s and where he played with, oh, you might know him, he gets around town. Oh, they call him Greeny. Don't know oh, what's oh. Has he got a bit of a head like a cue ball? Well, now that's all. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> we're talking about the same goal. The wonderful yeah, no, Tim, human being, Timothy. He's a Tim good Green man. was uh, in that side, and he was already very good. Yeah, like, I go along and watch watch uh, Greg, and yeah. Tim was already there. He um, oh, probably probably ten, twelve years ago, maybe more now. Um, I was working with his wife, Christy. And we had a, a, bus, a scratchy B team. I said, man, come and have a game. And he's like, nah, nah. Anyway, he did. He takes the tip off, taps it to me. I pass it. He fast break, pull up, three-pointer, bang. Yep. I hadn't touched a basketball in a long time. And I just went, for fuck's sake, man. Like, <laughs> you're that good. Why aren't you playing? I try my guts out and I'm terrible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I had the height and the ability, yeah. He- I've always said to anyone who's still playing or was playing football, I said, you need to do it for as long as you physically can because when it's taken away like it has with me it's been yeah. taken away from me it's, yeah. it's you just miss it you miss it yeah. every single time you walk in the stadium yeah um, and that's you know that's what when you play all these years you, you become that's that's your love like yeah oh, I agree mate and I'm at that crossroads at 50 years of age I'm like oh my knees are sore my ankles are sore this that and I can't go through a season last year oh, some old mate smacked me in the ribs and broke a couple of those just you're like, oh, it's just too hard sometimes. Uh, no, it's just right. it's just more and more stories to tell as you get older. I think they need Alan Morris to. played to his sixty five. You got fifteen oh, good no. years left in you. Exactly. That, that was a convo we had, mate. It was he said that he said sixty five, and I actually thought, just shut your pissing and moaning and get on the court. <laughs> that's what I actually thought to myself. So, oh, that's I great. I think they need to create an app. They, they created that A reserve, but you still get young blokes playing. Yes, there needs to be a thirty five and up or something. The 35 is quite young when you're 50, but still. Yeah. Because you, you end up getting, you play against, you know, young fellas that are still playing senior footy. Yeah. And they're, they're athletic, they're tough, they've got the, they're just, you know, we need an old man's comp. That's what we're probably getting at. Uh, yeah. No, I, I tell um, you, it's a wonder it hasn't really, it hasn't fired up. Like, because the Jeff Lowe's and all those guys were playing in Masters, they, yeah. Lindsay Anderson, we used to play them in our reserve. They were good and, with the um, still. That Lindemann's team. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, they, 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 they knew where they needed to be. They, yep. ran, they were on the same stuff. We'd, yeah. you know, we had some real, real <laughs> battles. Yeah. Um, it's, sometimes we just thought we should come off the court and let Lindsay Anderson and Adam Orman should just play 
play amongst themselves because <laughs> yeah. as soon as they stepped on the court, those two were just at it. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay had a way of finding an elbow here Absolutely. and an elbow there, yeah. and he was he was schooling the young bloke. So yeah, yeah but they had, they had plenty of real good uh, battles. Those two. <laughs> that's what it's about. I think that you know. I, I guess, and that's probably what I'm referring to, even playing against, you know, a few of your mates, bloody big Shergs and um, uh, uh, the other t- tall fellow. Oh, there. Matt Benson. But yeah, yep. big Benson and um, the other fellow there, Steve Woolman. Like, you play oh, yeah, against yeah. three guys that are six foot four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever they are. You can't, yeah, but it's fun. It's a good... And that, the, see, this is what I, that's where I ran into... Uh, when I did my big growth spurt, yep. uh, that, that's what I ran into. Cause I, I, because of my size... So as I said, started top age under fourteens, yep. played under sixteens with um, with Imps. Then that's when parents bought some businesses out at Orimple. Yep. Uh, sorry, out at Murbank. Yep. So I went out there and and I actually played in the under eighteen team. So I played up. Yeah. Great little time. We had height. Carl Smith was six foot two. Yeah. M- Mangan was six three. Justin Bryce was six two. We just had size everywhere. So I yeah I had the ball in my hands. So you were so I would you know set it all up guard. yeah pretty much and it was just a matter of getting a step and driving and yeah. if you miss well these guys were mop Rubber. a bucket they were cleaning it up so yep. so once I finished up under under 18s um, I did go into A grade they also had a 121s comp at that time oh really which was so much it was great you fun need that back yeah you know, for actually. sure Nigel Pavlatch and myself had plenty of plenty <laughs> of battles. Um, he'd go over you though. He would, yeah. yeah he would shoot, shoot it from thirty-five, where thirty-five feet, and away you go. <laughs> but um, and then I was playing A grade, but it was the same sort of thing. Like, oh, well, six foot four, yeah. not much of it, but you're going to play down there. Well, yeah. I was completely lost. Yeah. Like, I've never played there. Never had any idea. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to go to the states to play. I was going to ask you about that. I, I've yeah. heard you mention it, but I don't know the details. Yeah. What happened there? So. Uh, it was through Pro, Pro Bowl Australia. A lot of people have been on it. Greeny had been on it. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Collins also had been on it a couple of years prior. Uh, the ref? Yeah, yeah. So that's the Jamie Co- – sorry, the digress. That's the dude that's always in the your Facebook stuff. Oh, yeah, he's it's, living his best life up, up north. He's having a ball. Right. Loves it up there. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. – but, um, yeah, so he, he, he went along and um, – yeah. so basically, you know, June tournament's been going for everywhere up here. Yeah. Uh, people come out of the June tournament, they start watching it, and they just sort of – Pick some kids apart and okay. then uh, gets their addresses. They send they, Pro Bowl actually send a letter to the parents so that the yep. the you know the player doesn't see it just in case they can't afford it and that kind of stuff. And it's up yeah. to the parent whether they hand it to um, hand it on to the kids or not. Yep. So I was lucky enough that my parents decided, no, look, you know, it's a bit of a once an opportunity thing. So just do it. So yeah. So and as I said, mm. got down to the, the first couple of training sessions. They look at me and go, all right, well, all right, you start at the five, and yeah. I'm like, oh, well, this is going to be great. Good luck with that. So, <laughs> yeah, like so I really, really struggled with that. Yeah. And by the time I come home um, and played another season A grade, um, I sort of had enough. Yeah. And who was that still with Wildcats or uh, Merbeen? I've seen you. So in a, Ricky Skinderas. Uh, who else was it? Uh, Gavin. Oh, what was Gavin's last Haynes. name? Gavin Haynes. Haynes. He had the ball on his uh, string, that guy, didn't he? Yeah, the Hartley brothers. Wow, yeah. And on. his skinny little handy, <laughs> who's playing with these guys. I look, there was nothing ever going to ever going to start. Craig like, Deckett, was he in that? No, no, he wasn't. No. He was still floating around, I think, at uh, Hawks, Hawks at that point. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, yeah, so I, I, I was 6'10 and 300 pounds when those blokes were around me. They're not starting <laughs> yeah. anything with those blokes. But no. um, it was an interesting, it was an interesting uh, uh, team Carolyn. to play in. 
Uh, Scott Garraway played, yes. Yeah, yeah. He was good. He was good. Yeah. Played so, with him demons. Lots of memories. So but after that, I, after that, I pulled the pin and just rang mates and said, let's go play A-Res. Yeah. And well, so did you win an A, well, what was their A-grade grade final? No. No? No. Wasn't quite. No, plenty of A-Resies and B-grades. Yeah. I think... Uh, Beat me in one. Still I think it's about later. 21 or two. My daughter yeah. went through all my trophies that are in the shed yeah. uh, just recently. So, yeah, so that's, yeah. that's wins. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The first one was under-18s when I was top age. That was the yeah. first grand final win. Who'd you beat? Uh, we beat Demons. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Div 2, though. All the Mer- yeah. Back then, all the Merbane teams were Div 2. They were none in Div 1. Sorry, Josh Lee, but oh. whack. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if I need to edit that out now. Nah, that's all right. Nah. Take it on the chin. Oh, mate. Well, reality is, is <laughs> life, right? Um. Who was your greatest coach? Who was your best coach? Oh, see, I, I really didn't have a decent coach until Alan. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, Al, yeah. Well, I have to say Alan Morris because I have very little because I, yeah. at a pretty young age, we just jumped at A-Res and yeah. Yeah. formed our own team and started getting sponsorship for our uh, our team. So we didn't do it for nothing. You did well with no, your No, I reckon we probably one. had more sponsorship than the Mildura Heat. I, I mean, we, we had Don Smallgoods, a... Yeah. They provided a keg at the end of the season. Oh, nice. From there, we went on to... Oh, Malcolm Carms bought the uh, O'Malley's Irish Pub and yeah. went to school with Malcolm, so nice. teed him up for jerseys and two beers at the end yeah. of each game. Uh, then cool. a Powerade. We had yeah. One of the, we, oh, yeah, I remember. One of the... Yeah, they, were, they were done the in the... blue ones. Yeah, the Dallas-themed ones. Yeah, we, I played against you guys in that. Yeah, so uh, old mate, he was looking for a game, happened to play, happened to work for Coke, so he goes, I'll organise some of that. Yeah. And then after that came the sponsorship of all sponsorships. Mate, a beer the company. I've seen. A beer company. <laughs> How good was that? Forex Gold were trying to flood the South... Market, yeah. So I had all this thing going on, and a mate just was—he was working for him, yeah. for for them. So he rang up and said, "Look, I got this basketball team. You know, if you throw them a few dollars or a, you know, or jerseys, yeah, they said not a problem." There you go. Yeah, and that that, that led that was great. That was a that was a box of beer at, at the end of each game. So we were in the car park, or you yeah. were seeing us. Yeah. I think everyone saw us in the car park. Yeah, and we... now you could do now you walk out before it was changed off to the uh, the new sporting precincts. Yeah, you look around. There's all these youths having beers, and you just think. We started that. How good's yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, we. I remember one night, and uh, I'll say I got a lift home, but I think it was about two thirty a.m. <laughs> after a seven o'clock, eight o'clock game or whatever. And we, I don't know, where this beer just keep magically appearing, and there was eskies, and it just, yeah, it was, it was good. And even if you'd had a bit of a dust up in the game, or it was a bit of spite, as soon as you're out the back, you're having beers, all good. Everyone's happy, and that's that's sport to me. That's, yeah, that's exactly right. There's a, there you go over what people have white line fever. Yep. Um, you step over it, and, and all you all you want from your opponent is respect, and you want them to play hard. For sure. Because if they play hard, then you play hard. Yeah. And that's it. So some people walk off the court and have grudges, but yeah, nah. You, um, you shake hands at the end of the game for a reason. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like we'll see you in four or five weeks. Yep. So. Exactly. Um, who's the best player you've ever seen live, as Ooh. in anyone? Well, playing, because but, I saw Magic Johnson in the flesh, but he wasn't actually playing. Wow, that's, I mean... He was, he was at, he was at um, the forum with us, Arsenio Hall, front oh, row, yeah. yeah. So we went and watched the, the Lakers play, the yeah. Blazers. Uh, so, what year was that? I, I, so that was 93... Uh, Drexler went for thirty plus or something nice. like that. Um, that's a good one. That's a, he's one of those. 
you know, you hear these top five, top ten, and he never gets a, a mention. Nah, it's a, man, he was a sweet mover. Wasn't oh, he? absolutely, absolutely. He played with some other guy that was pretty good. Yeah, you know, around the same time, so sort of overshadowed uh, overshadowed him a little bit. Don't know who he was. I don't know whatever happened to him, but yeah, some has been maybe. Yeah, yeah. So God knows where he is now, but yeah, he was always sort of overshadowed. Yeah. Um, he- so you got to see him. So you got to see him. We got to a Seattle and Golden State uh, game in Seattle. So oh, I, nice. I got to see the Kemp to uh, sorry the the Peyton to Kemp alley oop. Love it. Link up twice, and I watched Chris Mullen. That was a run run TMC days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim right. Mitch and um, uh, um Hardaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timmy. Yeah. yeah. Timmy so I, I watched. Yeah, I watched. That's a great three. That is an awesome three. Wow. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to see um, Seattle play uh, Raptors in, I think it was 2000. So same, um, the the glove to Kemp and then Vince and, and McGrady and Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, oh, how good is that? That was, yeah, that was a cool, that was a cool stadium actually. Yeah, that, that, um, see that was, yeah, well, no, obviously it's no longer Seattle Supersonics, but they no, were, were. They're we're, coming back I reckon. I hope so. I'm, I'm dumping the Knicks just, and just I'm for the jerseys. <laughs> Same. I wanted to change our Alchi jerseys to become the Sunraiser Supersonics, but it got vetoed. No one would let me. And then I was Look, like... Look, you can't always, get, can't always get what you want in life, let's well, be honest. Well, Mick Jagger told us that, didn't he? Um, and in terms of, like, local, local people, local basketball, who... Local people. I will... I used to love playing against Nigel, Nigel Pavlich. Have, yeah. Um, yes. Just, I just, you know, we're the same age, and he Competitive was... Competitive beast, eh? He, yeah, he was... Really, really good. So you like to measure yourself up, and like I was nowhere near him. Yeah, but I will mention that uh, under twenty ones of inaugural year, I won the MVP, Nigel, for <laughs> the league. Path. You didn't quite get enough votes. Maybe you missed a few games. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe but I know I was really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder what the reason was. Pav missed the games. What year? Ninety one. Uh, so no. under twenty ones would have been ninety three, ninety four. Okay. Yeah. 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 But we had some like. I played with Ricky Skinderis, and he is the fastest thing I've seen on a basketball I've court. He used to play with the Gold Coast Rollers. Oh, yeah. Um, so I played with him. Um, yeah, maybe because I played with him, he just stands out. Yeah. I was like, not living so here quick, when he, So fast. Yeah. yeah everyone says this guy speaks of him. I um, never saw him, never that just heard the name. He's legendary, yeah. though, around here. Yeah. Um, a big partier. Yeah. Him, yeah, him and Gavin. Yeah, yeah, little. Little yeah. fella. Yeah. Probably, actually, it'd be Damon Lowry. Yeah, wow. Damon Lowry, like he wow. used to light it up here and he was a whippet. There was not an ounce of fat on his body. It was yeah. all muscle. Those calves were just. <laughs> yeah. Well, he played a lot of NBL, obviously. Like he's now on the show with Gazy. Yeah, it's great to see. All that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And his memorable uh, free throws to win the championship yeah. that bounced around the ring a million the, times. The, the, yeah. Won a rookie a year at, what, 31 or 32? Oh, yeah, That's no, he was, he was so much fun to watch, but. I don't know if you recall the uh, Lithuanian national team played along here. Um, no, nah, I wasn't so here. So we ended up with Gintas Savikas, I think his name was. Yeah, come and yeah. played for the Heat for one season. Yeah. Now they turned it. They turned it on. They were athletic. They took care of the Mavs pretty easily. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're garden country, aren't they? As far as basketball yeah. goes, yeah. Lithuania. Absolutely. Um, I'm not sure I can spell it, but um, yeah, there's lots of dudes from there actually. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Ah, we'll Marshallunas that started it probably started them and the then, yeah you know they like the, the the guys coming out of Europe there um, especially in those the the early nineties yeah, yeah Dino Raja at uh, the uh, Celtics yeah um, that kind of stuff 
Uh, Death Euros of Shrimp, are, was it? Yeah, yeah from Germany, Germany, yeah. I was talking to a fellow this morning about the Euro. He was asking me, did you watch the Euro? And I said, I haven't, but I was trying to find it here on Foxtel, but um, they play different ball, don't they? Yeah. I like it so much. Yep. NBA now, it's just who can dunk or who can shoot three. You know, they're incredibly talented guys, but and yeah. women, but the Euro ball, that's, 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 I don't know. I think the physicality. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I love watching the like the uh, world championships or the Olympics or something like that. And it's because they, so they have to change their game, yeah, to play the world game. Yeah, um, and the Americans yeah, not, can't dominate. Not, uh, yeah, not they? all of them can do that. Like America's had guys who can play anywhere at any time. Yeah, like, these guys are super athletic, talented beyond belief. Amazing. Yeah, and it wouldn't matter who you threw on the court and bounced the ball out there, yeah. they, were, they would be competing. But there were some guys that struggled with it. Yeah. Um, Even I went to that USA-Australia game a couple of years ago and um, the one that we paid a fortune for and then got all the money back, though, that was kind of cool. <laughs> um, we you know, paid the big bucks to get the courtside seats and you were eye level with sneakers. Yeah. It was – anyway, I, I don't want to bitch about that because I've got a, a no negativity no negativity policy on my show. Uh, um, hey – I know you're, like myself, a bit of a collector. Talk me through your prized collectibles. Ooh. And I okay. probably should have let you know before. No, I, no, I've got plenty. I can pick them out. Um, boss, I'll, I'll tell you how I got into it. Yeah. Um, so, Margaret Rundle had the, the, the canteen down at the stadium, and it's when the, yeah. the cards were coming in. Ah, uh, yeah. So, we started collecting the cards. I, 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 I walked into a... Um, oh, like a Walmart in the States. Yeah. And they've got the boxes sitting in the aisles, just buy the boxes. Yeah. So that's where I got into it. We just sort of all bought a box each and um, when yeah. we're staying with the host, we just went through all the cards and that's how I ended up with a heap of cards. And Yeah. So Brendan Arundel decided that he'd open up a little shop. So he had a little card shop. So like in town? Yeah, yeah really? that, just off from the, in the stadium. So, um, oh, wow. And I was coaching him at that stage. He was under – I was coaching his, his side. So he was into that. So. Yeah. Um, started collecting the cards like everyone does. Uh, and then it was <laughs> – got to the point where, um, you know, you, you, you've got no kids at this stage, you've got your wife, you, your house has been bought. Yeah. You discover eBay. <laughs> yes. And it's it can all there. go spiralling really, really quickly. Very. So I've got a I've got a Michael Jordan bowling ball that's undrilled. Wow. Um, I've, got, I've got jerseys. Um, how many – we were talking before, you've got how many – NBA jerseys? Uh, yeah, okay. So if I put one on New Year's Day, yeah. I won't wear the second one until I'm halfway through March. So that gets you a bit of an idea. <laughs> like, you know, I won't get yeah. to the first one until March. So there's quite yeah. a few there. Okay. Uh, and my kids are the same. And yeah. you buy your kids what you couldn't get. And when we were younger, we just, you just couldn't get them. Oh, it a, I got my first ever jersey in 2000 when I'm a mate that oh, – long story. But anyway, he was going to New York and I said, go, can you go and buy me um, – a bloody hell, how can I forget his name? Um, I'll come back to his name. Um, the coach choker. How can I forget his name? The coach? Oh, Spreewell. Spreewell. The trail. The trail, mate. Sorry. <laughs> the coach. Sorry, brother. <laughs> how can I the forget the trail? The coach choker. So yeah, that's him. We randomly in 99 happened to be in uh, New York and I just walked into Madison Square Garden and said, oh, can I get a ticket for tonight's game? And then I just laughed at me. Like, mate, do you know what it what game this is? I said, no idea. That. And the dude goes, Knicks have to win this game to make the playoffs. They're playing the Boston Celtics. It's the hottest ticket in town. I said, mate, I flew all the way from Australia to be here. <laughs> Bullshitted. Got Jackie and I two tickets, nosebleeds up the back. 
just saw this dude Latrell and he just killed it. Yeah. I'm like, I love this guy. So anyway. Yeah, yeah, athletic as hell. And, and uh, Ja Morant, who's lighting up the NBA at yeah. the moment, he's the most like uh, Spreewell, the way he plays. Two-foot takeoff guy, yep. attacks the ring. He t- attacks the rim. Hard. Yeah. 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 So, and then, of course, Spreewell went, we all know about his, um, he couldn't earn enough to feed his family with these contracts they were offering him. And yeah. He sort of went off the rails there for a while. Did, and Yeah. Um, yeah, he he was at the game when we went in 2018. And, I, yeah, I was sort of like, I took a photo of him on the big screen. That's as close as I could get. <laughs> but I was thinking, how can I bloody talk my way in here? But anyway. All right, so you were saying about my prize possession. Yeah, sorry, um, I sidetracked. It's... Uh, it's actually a signed letter from Michael Jordan. Wow. Um, so uh, nearly five years ago, I yep. uh, had some pretty bad news. Uh, mm-hmm. I had rectal cancer and it was at mm-hmm. stage four. Uh, yep. Doctors had told me that, you know, I get you get you on the chemo as soon as possible and hopefully it slows it down and you can get 18 months to 24 months. It get, they've got put a time frame on it. So I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding. The, wow. kid, the kids are like, oh, I'm thinking, how old are the kids? How many more? You know, Christmas's birthdays, am I going to give it? You know. yeah. But um, this spiny, spindly little weed of a body of mine has managed to uh, get me a lot further than, than anyone is. ever thought. So yeah. in doing so, so I, I've been on Twitter for quite some time. I remember talking to Brennan Arundel about, you got to get on yeah. Twitter, it's instant information. Like it's, yeah. it's you're watching something and bang, you know, you'll have it a reporter who's sitting in the fourth row tweeting what he just saw. You yeah. know, you follow the right people, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah not really. You know, yeah, don't quite, yeah, yeah, anyway. And I just told him all these people I follow. Yeah. So his wife uh, rings me up and asked me to talk her through creating an account. I thought, this is a bit weird. What you yeah. an account for? I didn't think <laughs> much of it. It all makes sense later on. Yeah. But she used it to contact um, uh, Michael Jordan's manager, who yeah. her name escapes me at the moment. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, I, I, you know, the post he's delivering the boxes to everybody wow. gets one delivered to himself, and it came in as a decent sized box. And I mm. looked at it; didn't really have much information on it. It had to come from the US. I'm like, this is a little bit strange. Because so, you didn't order it, obviously. No, yeah, no. But it had my name on it, so I opened it up, and at the top of it, I'm like, oh, Jordan T-shirt. That's pretty flash. Put That's that on cool. the couch, and then I pick up Jordan tracksuit pants. Oh, there's a hat. That's awesome. There's a wow. That that's a tracksuit. That's 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 hideous. I'm never wearing that. <laughs> yeah. um, another t-shirt. This and that. Yeah. And then on the bottom was just a little card. Yeah. And it just had on the on it Michael Jordan. And I'm like, I'm at this stage. I'm going a little bit numb. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm right. feeling. You know, I'm having some kind of out of body experience. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So I pick it up and I flick it open. And fair enough, here's this letter from Michael Jordan, you know, um, regarding my the position I was in and wishing yeah. me the best of luck and, wow. and all that kind of gear. And I must have read it a dozen times before I picked the phone up and started calling. I just called someone. Yeah. So I, read, I yeah. called the wife. <laughs> nice, so nice. Uh, it's my most prized possession, as it should be. So yeah. it'll, go, it'll go to Peyton when, you know, everything goes pear-shaped and she will. Uh, sh- she knows all about Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going to be a child of mine, you're going to know all about <laughs> Michael Jordan. Well, I guess in a way, I'm assuming, and I've always assumed this, but you've named your kids after basketball-related names or nope. no? Nope. Well, not even close. Nope, nope, nope. Just coincidence. Nope, nope. So uh, we really, Lisa and I really struggled to find out. We didn't find out if we were having a boy or a girl. Yeah. So I'd come home from work and Lisa would go, what do you think of this, this, this and this? No, nah, no good, no, nah, no good, no good. And this was going on for weeks. 
It, as to it the does. point where she was throwing names out, I thought she's taking the piss here. She's just trying to find <laughs> me out. Shaniqua. <laughs> she, well, hang on, there's another story of that. We won't get to that. So in the end, we sort of narrowed it down um, to Paige. I like Paige. And then um, Lisa said, what about Peyton? I said, oh, God, everyone's going to think, you know, Gary Payton that I've like, you know. Um, so I said, oh, I, I do like it, but everyone's going to assume. And yeah. she goes, I don't give Who cares what well, people who, assume? No, exactly. You're right. So we, we went into the birthing um, with no boy's name at all. It was just going to be the hand child of had it been a boy because <laughs> yeah. we were nowhere near a yeah. name. So, um, yeah, the birth, Peyton enters the world, pop, pop her on. Lisa's chest and she goes oh she's beautiful baby Peyton I said oh is that what we're going with she goes you're happy I said done <laughs> so yeah as for Dallas mm. um, we started early early to try and work out and we didn't want to leave it late because we struggled yeah. so much and uh, Lisa goes oh what about Dallas I said oh for a girl and she goes oh I was thinking for a boy uh-huh. I said both work let's lock it in and they do yeah same yeah and Lisa liked the uh, the name Nash. Yeah. Loved it, cool but name. couldn't pull it. She said, I can't pull that off as a first name. I apologise to anyone out there that's named Nash. Yeah. I think your last name's got to come into it too. Yeah. Doesn't it? So um, the, the, Hand. the oh, funny thing was, you've got Dallas Nash Hand. Yeah. I had purchased the jersey uh, pr- prior to that of Steve Nash, Dallas. Dallas Mavericks, and wow. his number is 13, wow. and that's the year that Dallas was born. Mate, that is just... <laughs> I'm no great spiritual person, but that's something, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? That's that's uh, uh, that's just cool. I think that's yeah. just that you know for the rest of that young fella's life until he becomes a, an older fella like us. Yep. he's got that with him. That's yeah. that luck will carry him. Yeah, no, I'm right. sure. I, that that. Is... I thought it was great, and as I said, everyone just assumed that I, that I named all the kids, but no, Lisa had a big <laughs> big part in it. Oh, so that was good. where the naming was. So, so yeah. yeah. And nah. it's just, yeah, it changes your life. It, it, yes. It, becoming a father, it just changes everything. You look at the world in a completely different way. For sure. And like myself, you've got older girl, younger boy, we're the same. Um, and, you know, it's hard to imagine it the other way. I've thought about that. What if Austin was the older one? How, would he be protective of Jasmine? Is it, and, you know, you have all those kinds of... Uh, what's the age gap with your kids? Uh, three years. Three years, Don't- yeah. Two, two and a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Ours are a couple of years, and it's good. It's it's a good. Um, yeah, it they get they get on. Um, like when it comes to basketball, um, Dallas is improving every single time he touches the ball. It's yeah. actually getting him to touch the ball is the issue at the moment. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so you know, in the next few years, oh, there'll be battles out in the out in the front yard, and she'll be posting up on him. Yeah, absolutely. She should be doing it now yeah. while she's big, because he will, <laughs> no doubt, he'll. Shoot yeah, up. he's worried he's not going to grow, and oh, I keep going, will. look, Dallas, how, how big's Pop? How big Uncle uh, Greg? What about your cousin Brock? How big are they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're pretty tall, Dad. I was like, trust me, it's called genetics. What's genetics? Google it. I said, work it out later, mate. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, he's getting a bit stressed that he's not going to not going to oh, grow. Mate, I'm like, no, it's going to happen, mate. It'll be fine. It's going to happen. Um, hey, so you're speaking of your beautiful kids. So you are coaching a couple of teams for Altringa Saints. Um, are you a better coach than you were a player? And which do you prefer? Uh, I think you plateau when you're a player. You, you get to the point where you don't learn anymore. Yeah. Whereas a coach, you you learn on the job Every so day. quickly. Uh Relative to the kids you're coaching, yeah. Like so, I've got a, a great little kid. Um, 
who who came along to under tens. Mm. Could barely dribble. He was slapping the ball. So Peyton, yeah. at the start of each training session, Peyton would take him over and she would go through the dribbling yeah. drills, you know, right and left hand and uh, passing the ball just to get him the, the skill level yeah. up. So um, so in the te- under 10s, you don't guard until you get to half court. Yeah, okay. So he would bring the ball up. No pressure. They don't yeah. count eight seconds. So he no. had his job. He would stop before the line. He would pass it off. Oof. The rest of the team would go. Yeah. And on... On defense, he's, he's like a rabbit dog. He's everywhere. <laughs> he wants it. He's absolutely everywhere. So, yeah. and he's just a beautiful kid. Oh, awesome! Um, but the best thing was, like, and it's about finding somewhere for the type of player where they can fit, where they can learn, where yeah. they can improve, and what what's their value to the team. Yeah. And you're constantly doing that with seven, eight kids, or whatever, you know. Yeah. And that can happen from week to week, game to half to half, even. Yeah. So, um, coaching, coaching is, uh, yeah. I think I tweeted this ages ago. Like, I was just so stoked one game that girls played. And I just think, this is what I was meant to do. I was yeah. actually meant to co- to coach junior kids. Yeah. Because I get so much out of it. I and understand, mate. And it's as much as I've sort of struggled at times with, the you know, having my kid in the team because I'm yeah. far too competitive and hate losing so much. Um, but, at, you know, he's, I was 13 and we're, we're coach and – and player, not son and sort of son and father at the, during those minutes. Yeah. It's hard to separate it out, though, isn't it? Like, it, it is a little bit. Well, I was her coach, uh, Peyton uh, yeah. and Dallas. So it, it is a little bit. Um, you don't want to be seen being hard on them um, you know, or too critical. Yeah. Um, but you also don't want to see it <coughs> seen as favouring them because, you know, you don't, want, you don't want parents doing this now. And oh. look... Uh, I'm um, I'm lucky because the parents of the kids, some of the kids I coach, are just you've got a fair, awesome yeah, group. a really good great bunch of uh, kids for the under tens, which are yeah. going up to under twelves, and the girls, well, I just I just love my girls. Mm. They uh, you've look, got a great group there, with mate. my with my situation. Mm. They do not, uh, they will probably never understand what they do each mm. week for me. Yeah, like that hour or that hour at training, that massive amount like, of joy in yeah. And, so yep. yeah, they might get when they get older, and they'll go, oh yeah, you know, some of them might coach netball, some of them might be, yeah. you know, they will get a bit of an idea, and then you throw in the situation, you're like, oh yeah, okay, so that's that's what it's uh, about. That's exactly what yeah. it's about, and uh, and yeah, so and we're yeah, we're we've just had a group of girls that um, get on really well with each other, yeah. and they're all pushing for the same goal. No, there's no individuals. Uh, there's no egos, mm. which in basketball is very rare. <laughs> Mate, it is. currently in this little uh, shed out here, we've got two massive egos yeah. that are yeah. staring at each other and, and talking in a microphone. I so, know. How funny is it? Um, I think, mate, though, as, a, as an ob- observer, having, um, you know, you said you've got a great group of girls, and you do, and but it comes back to you driving the bus, you know. You're the bus driver, they're the passengers. You're taking them on the journey. You're leading them to where you want them to go. Yeah. And, you know, I think coaches coaches get criticised. And you mentioned sort of the parent thing. I was – I don't even want to say fortunate enough to coach Heat. Oh, nearly unfortunate enough, to be honest. <laughs> Just the parental thing was off its head. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, every and, every parent thinks that their kid's the next Andrew Gaze or, yeah. or the next Josh Giddy or yeah. something like that. And um, bottom line is, Sunraja have never, ever – had a play, male player play in the NBL. Not one. Not a single player has come from this area and played no. in the NBL. What about the 
young Saunders kid, did he? Or is he NBL one? He's only played. oh yeah, only yeah. NBL one. Yeah, you're right though. Like we've had heaps go and play like a level down. I mean, yeah. Uh, Nigel Pavlich was playing up up north. Uh, I think one of yeah. Townsville or something. I can't Townsville, remember now. But he was playing. You know, the set, we've all, we've had kids that have gone and played yep. the step down, but not yeah, yeah not the big dance. Why? And that's, well, Why is it? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We are a long way away. Um, they the, do have some. You know, the opportunity to be well coached. These are big yep. clubs down in Melbourne. Mm. And um and and they see the talent right there yeah. every single week. So like they're like you know yeah straight we've had we've had girls yeah. like yeah we've had plenty of we girls. Chief we've, we've, we've had some good girls come through the system. Amazing. And, yeah, they know, go out and play college and yeah. yes, we've had some great girls. I wonder if it's more around the you know is it the coaching? Is I think your point about how far we are from Melbourne mm. having sort of had um you know connections with people that kids have. Tried their hardest to make it, but if you're not in the face of the selectors every week, it's hard. The poor kids up here, like the you know, there's some has been and is um, amazing talent. But it, yeah, look, it'll, I'm sure it'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. Eventually. Oh well, this is this is this feels like it's a, this current um, this this current time. It feels like it's the next wave yeah. of, of of basketball. So in those early '90s when. Michael Jordan was running around. There yeah. was a big, you know, there was a, the stadium down there was packed with some mm. juniors, rah, rah. And now with so many Aussie guys playing in the NBL, and this is the thing, we yeah. can watch them. How good is it? Hey, we didn't have Channel 10 back in the day and they were playing the games on Channel 10, so we couldn't get games. Yeah. I had, I had yeah. people sending me tapes from all over the place just <laughs> so I could watch games. Yeah. yeah. So um, the fact that they can watch these guys play and it's you can consume the NBA in so many different ways. Yeah. It might be the, you know, the stepping stone to, in this next wave. We yeah. could end up with a few kids that hit the NBL. And, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Um, what I love, as much as I don't want to endorse computer games here, uh, and I sound old by saying computer games. I spent games. 25 years at Putt-Putt. So if you're going <laughs> to take issue with this, I'll, I'll walk Come out on. that door. We've got grass hey. out there. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Now, what I was going with was my son will would know more about historical basketball players and who they played for and their stats than me because of 2K. Yeah, all right. Because yep, they yep. can pick, you know, Oscar Robinson and his team from 1962 or whatever the – and he go, oh yeah, he played with him and him and there, and they did that, and so that part of it's awesome. Yeah. Um, the yelling and screaming and abuse that comes because <laughs> they got headphones on, they can't hear. But anyway, I'll, I won't, I won't go with that. Um, yeah, I think that's one good thing. But I'd love to see success from someone locally. We've had, you know, as you said, some amazing female players. Yeah. Some well, amazing male players too. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think of well, guys in my era. Well, not so much, but Pav. I would have thought he was one of the closest to, to get there. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of a shame in a way to see him not coaching or something. Or oh, it's, hey, yeah. Well, he, his knowledge, uh, especially even from leaving Mildura and going elsewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of – it was going back to when we started coaching, I, I come mm. along to Peyton's first year and yeah. you, you were doing all this – every little parents there, the kids are there, and you were calling out the coaches to work hand out their, you know, their medals to all the players. Yeah. And I think you call, called Mark Woods' name maybe three or four three. times. Now, Mark Woods has not played a single game of basketball his entire life, no. but here he is dedicating himself to four or three teams. Yeah, yeah. Three teams. I and I, thought, I said to you after, after I said, 
look, I'll throw my hat in the ring. I'll, I'll coach Peyton or find me a group of under 14s or under 60. Give me, give me some sponges. Yeah. And I'll go from there. Yeah. So uh, I managed to, uh, my nephew Rory yep. um, decided he was going to play. So I yep. uh, reconnected with Peter Hiltonwood, who I went to school with. Uh-huh. And uh, coached coached those boys, uh, and that was right. great. That was your first year. Yeah, yeah I coached seven, and yeah. I had the girls. So yeah, okay. when Dallas hit under tens, I couldn't do three. Yeah, I would love to do three. Yeah, but oh, you, mate, it's yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. so yeah, I switched to those two, and then yeah. progressively and two is more than enough. But yeah, you're right, mate. Woodsy, but yeah, oh, he might beg to differ. I reckon he might have played with the Baronga uh, team back when they more, were Baronga. Wow. I, I don't know. We'll have to fact check that. But he's uh, he's moved town, left town actually, or not left. He's he's relocated. So, yeah, I, um, I knew his family through the Southland River Footy Club. Yeah, same. Yeah, I played with his brother Corey Woods, who was a really talented <laughs> footy player. Yeah, I played with him as well. Old slick hair like that. Yeah, was it Corey? No, this Peewee was the youngest. I can't remember. Corey Woods is nah. This is the older fella. What was his name? Stephen. Nah. There was four of them. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Steve, yeah. I don't know his name. Yeah. Anyway. So Corey's my age. Oh, he's yeah, a year, no, year older than me. Different. This yeah. is the old the Stephen Woods, I'm yeah. certain. Not, not that. Not the legendary Stephen Woods, who some people listening to this will know who I'm talking about. But, um, mate, just um, to, to go down a different track, you know, I'm all about the laneways, you know. We're, we're looking, we're looking oh, down yeah. the, the highway, the laneway. The... Have we veered off topic at any point? We probably have, have we? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, can't, I tend to do that with people, so. <laughs> Imagine what happens if we crack a beer. Yeah, no. Nah, two nah, hours. It's, it's um, you slightly touched before, mate, regarding um, your illness. Um, so I've got a question written there, or a statement, really, that says four years ago you got some... Look, I don't want to sugarcoat really shit news. Um, are you all right to talk about that? Like, just in- oh, ab- ab- absolutely. I've been completely open with it because I, yeah. I believe that I've got friends that need to know. Yeah, like my mates are all around the same age as me, and yeah. And the uh, the government sent out the uh, the poo packs. Yep. Uh, when you hit one. when you hit fifty. Just got it. Uh, there's a reason they do that because mm. there is so many cases of uh, rectal or bowel mm. uh, cancer that, um, yeah. yeah, but it's hitting younger people. So yeah. is 50 right? Look, if I had to set it out at 40. So they they kind of yeah. think that I probably had it um, the early stages around 42, right. 43. By the time it was found, it was stage four. Right. And look, the... The um, the public health system let me down in a massive way. So I had mm. these issues, went to my local GP. Yeah. February, oh, yeah, that's not right. Okay, cool. Did a did a few tests and he thought it was a stomach bug, so he mm. gave me antibiotics but wasn't mm. fixing anything. So I went back and saw him again. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll get you down to a, the specialist and they can sort it out. So we ring the specialist mm. and I can't get in and see the specialist until June. So this is June wow. 2017. So you've had to wait three, four months. Just to see someone. When I get in there, he goes, yeah, no, nah, look, that's, yeah, well, sounds like we might have to book you in and we'll send a camera up there and mm. and go from there. All right, cool. No, so I, I, my wife knows the exact dates. It burns, mm. burnt into her head. But mm. um, so I think it might have been around October I was due in. I get a phone call a couple of days prior. I've been cancelled. It's pushed mm. back to December. We get another phone call. It's cancelled. It's through to January. Oh. Another phone call, cancel. I didn't get, I didn't get the Channel Nine news up the bum hole yeah. until uh, March. So that's so, eleven months. So that's what, no, thirteen, 13 months. months after I walked in with GP. Far out. 
By the time they sent uh, the camera up there, the mm. tumour was so big they couldn't get past to see if there's any more. So I was sent down to the uh, the Alfred Hospital because mm-hmm. they had some amazing equipment mm-hmm. and uh, they checked me out and said, yeah, no, you're in a lot of trouble. So uh, mm. a lot of tests. Um, it was it was uh, it was pretty much everywhere. It spread lungs, mm. uh, lymph nodes, um, but the, the liver was completely black. They showed us the screen mm. and they said, oh, this is a cancer here, there's a tumour there. There, So they said that section there, well, that's actually your liver there. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, and that's dark for a reason because there's cancer all the way through that. I'm oh. like, oh, right. So he, he, they thought four to six weeks of, of um, liver function left and then it would be failure. So Shit. if I didn't get in, I would, yeah, I would have over. I've, had, I've looked after my liver during my time as an adult. <laughs> I've seen you <laughs> talk to it in strange ways yeah. with the tipping a beard down there. Uh, but, but, but what I want people to do is yeah. your your, your uh, partner should know you know your body mm. pretty well. Mm. You should have, know your body pretty well. Yeah. The next person is line is your GP. Mm. You, they need to know all about you. Go for regular yeah. checkups. Like yeah. It's uh, it literally saves a lot. Like I'm four and a half years, only five years on. Mm. I'm still terminal cancer. It will mm. get me. Yeah. But if it was found early, something could have been done. That's yeah. it. So get out there, and and it doesn't yep. matter where. If you think well, that's not right. If you think it's not right, it's not right. Yeah. So. Yeah. It look uh, that mate. That's a, a an amazingly powerful message um, to to send because I don't. You know, it's well. I can't even find the words to say straight from the horse's mouth. You know, I don't know something better than that. I don't, I'm not referring to his horse, but you know. Um, oh, I never had that nickname no. growing up. No, 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 no chance of that. Let's you. be honest. <laughs> um, no, mate. Look, and uh, yeah, uh, fuck. Thanks for saying that, mate. I've got that envelope sitting on the desk inside. Yep, I got it the week of my fiftieth birthday. And I'm like, yeah, got to do that, got to do that, got to do that. Mm. And that's four, five, four months ago or something. Yep. And yeah, um, you got to uh, do it, Corey. Yeah, I've just got to figure it out. <laughs> I guess I don't know. We won't get too deep into that. Uh, um, but mate, thanks for sharing that message. That's that's uh, no. Nah, look, it, you powerful. know, when I got that, it's it's the it's what you do not want to hear. Lisa and I went back to the motel and. If I didn't spend two hours crying with her, yeah. I, 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 God only knows. I know it was dark by the time we pulled ourselves together. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you, yeah, just just go get, go and get tested. Go yeah. get tested for this or that or any, yeah. anything. Just do it. Don't yeah, put it yeah. off. Use, use MJ or the Nike thing. Just do it. And that's <laughs> – they need to roll with that. Just poo it. <laughs> just poo it. Hey, look. Whoa. In the you bag. are onto something there. <laughs> That is great. Oh, it's a slogan can, from across the table. Can I market that? Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll be in with you. <laughs> man, the jump man. Um, and, mate, you know, look, you've, you have fought a bloody courageous battle and, and I, you know, I'm not saying that in, a, in any other way other than I met you pretty much, well, I played a bit of basketball against you. You boys beat us in the Winter Comp Grand Final when Greeny was playing for you and bloody... Big, um, what's the... Big Ormisher, Adam Ormisher. No, the big... Uh, oh, Plugger. Plugger. Oh, yeah. Just banging three-pointers and then banging in the back oh, of the head. Oh, yeah. Tee. I remember playing in hey, a... It was fun uh, to play a, against. A, an A-Res grand final against Hawks and Plugger yep. was playing because he had a mate there and he was playing yep. with him. 
and he must have hit five threes. And then he gets inside, and, and if, if he wants to make a shot, he'll make a shot from there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Plugger, between Plugger and Brennan Arundel, actually, no, probably Plugger I played the most amount of games with. Yeah. But yeah. uh, just Brendan a great was a bloke. competitor. Brendan was. He got a little bit of white Ooh, line fever. Oh, beat style. I had, uh, he and I he had a little, just a few little personality clashes. Yeah. But, you know, great bloke. And that's, that's to take away anything from, from this current conversation, it's, you know, guys like that. Um, you know, for somehow, I don't even know how I was asked to come and play in the, the game, which my singlet's proudly hanging up there in the raft, in the, in the whatever that is, the rafter, isn't it? Yeah. I guess, yep. From the ceiling. Uh, in the in the outback memorabilia man cave, um, <laughs> if only I could sponsor myself. Um, yeah, and that, that game was that that game was something else. Oh. So to give every people an idea, um, uh, my mate had sort of set up a fundraising night. Now he rang me and said, "There's not anything you can say or do that's not going to make this happen. So you just need to, if you don't want to come, don't even come." Yeah. I said, "But this is going to happen." Yeah. So I had a, I was chatting to another bloke, another mate of mine in Adelaide who's coming up at for um for and he goes, Oh, you know what we should do? We should get get a few of us go down to the stadium and go throw some shots up. Perfect. And I said, One better, let's play a game. Yeah. And he's like, Oh yeah, that'd be all right. So I touched base with the stadium. Yeah. Uh, and they said, No, that's fine, you can have court court one. Yeah. There's no, no actual games on that. You can have that. I'm yeah. done, that's that's excellent. From there, we, uh, I decided I was going to ask people from all walks of my life. Yeah. Like people I played basketball with, socially, yourself, I'd yeah. met. Like I knew, I knew who you were. You'd bounced around, like, you know, yeah. but you're a couple of years older than me. Mm. Um, and then, you know, the smell of arrogance when you walk into yeah. a room was amazing. No, no, that is completely. <laughs> I bottled that. That's completely false. <laughs> but um, you've got to have a bit of yeah. or something. I don't know. So I, I got guys from. When I played school, yeah, uh, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. So it ended up being like twenty-four guys. Yeah. So Brendan and I thought, well, we can't have two twenty-two twenty-minute halves because it's not long enough. Yeah. So we changed it to twenty-five-minute halves. Yeah. But geez, did that have us puffing? I reckon I had about eight cans in yeah. the game. <laughs> I didn't really sort of know a lot of guys. Well, I knew them, but not. You know, I wasn't in the inner sanctum, so I was sort of sitting on the bench. It was weird. I was sitting in the be- on the bench next to Cooter, sculling cans of Carlton Draft, playing a game of basketball with 22 guys I don't really know. <laughs> it was fucking great. It was It was awesome. uh, w- one of the best things was uh, we've mentioned Plugger before and uh, yeah. David Smith's another guy I played endless yeah. games of basketball with and coached initially when, when I met him. Um, he was the best man at my wedding, actually. Um, so Brent and I decided that we should do a draft. On, yeah. on Facebook, we'll do a draft and we'll draft the players from the pool of 22 because Brendan and I made 23, 24. Yeah. So, yeah, cool, let's do that. And then Brendan goes, you know what we should do? We should leave Plugger and David to the last two. <laughs> nice. Because that'll piss them off. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, yeah, tick me off, I'm for that. So, yeah. we, so we did the draft and yeah. it wasn't well, – their teams were pretty even. Then we got down to David and, and Plugger and yeah. selected them and uh, Plugger went in to see David the, uh, at his um, – his workshop there the following day, and he's yeah. like, "What did we go? How did we go last? Like, <laughs> what, what, you reckon that was arranged?" And the story goes, David just looked at him and go, "Plugger, what do you think?" <laughs> he's like, yeah. and, then, "And then, and this was a, this was a, this was a cream on the on the Sunday." Yeah. Um. So, Cooter and Anne Christo come up for my night. Cooter um, was going to do a bit bit of the hosting duties with um, another good mate of mine, and. Yeah. Um, so they've gone, they've gone to the, the pub and they're just to organise how it's going to play out. Yeah. And they happen to mention the, the basketball game. And so the, so the story goes that Ange Christo's gone to... Oh, 
we're in. We're playing. We're playing. <laughs> we're, we're, we're definitely in it because, oh, no, my shoulders, are, my shoulders are no good, which they're not. Oh, I can't well, do that. No, oh, mm. no, 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 no. We won't play. No. It's just like, no, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, we need size such and such. We need size such and such. And, and we're playing. Yeah. So um, they, no, they raced around, got the jerseys for them with Cooter and Ange on the back. And here they are so playing in this game, which was just awesome. And, of course, yeah, Cooter with his, oh, his, you know, his bung shoulder and his ankles giving him heaps. So he steps on the court. He didn't stop moving. No, 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 no. So he was a clear MVP. Yeah. Uh, so there was two people that didn't score out of the 24 people. Yeah. Um, one of them was uh, Paul Vickery from Adelaide, which yeah. I played very, very briefly with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good guy. He's a and, good fella. Yeah. And the, um, the second person was Ange. Didn't he? <laughs> no, did not score. Cooter's brought this up in uh, at uh, wow. sporting um, nights, sportsman's nights and stuff. Yeah. He's brought up that game. <laughs> that surprises yeah. me. Cause, yeah, because, look, he didn't he, – he, Tried. He put up on his shots. I reckon he subbed out. I reckon he <laughs> played bloody fifty minutes. Uh, wow. So yeah, that was and for a Carlton support, it was. Yeah, me uh, too. Yeah, for sure. And they yeah. are too. Like Cooter will send me a text message. I got one from him last night actually, um, or yeah. a phone call. Um, you just see how you are. Yeah. And this great is this guys. is a guy that does not have to do this. Like, no. but genuine mate. Yeah, yeah. That's no, a really, really good yeah. guy. Remember, so after the game, then there was all the kids, and we went to the bar and standing around, and the one adult on the court, Ange Christou, and forty kids, <laughs> and he was running around like a twelve-year-old. It yep. was awesome to see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, just as you say, they don't have to do these things, but they're just good dudes. No, and the old and, saying is, you know. <laughs> Everyone here is Richmond. So all my mates are Richmond, Richmond, yeah. Richmond. I was like the only Carlton guy. And and um, so I was, everything was cooter, cooter, cooter. So they, yeah. there's the old saying that never, if you don't want to be disappointed, never meet your heroes. Yeah. Well, it's, this is, does not apply with nah. him. He's just an amazing guy. So giving yeah. with his time and effort. And um, yeah, it was just a pleasure to meet him, to be honest. Yeah, mate, same. And yeah, I think, as I said, just sitting on the bench next to him going, Bloody hell, with a 1% of sporting talent in my body versus what he has and has a bunged up, bad knees, bad shoulders and built like still, like he's got a, a, a rig going on still. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, for a guy of probably about my age, I reckon. He does his coup de fit, which yeah, is, um, yeah. yeah, no, he's, he probably looks in better. He's not in football shape. No. But he is, uh, oh, he is, he's not much, not much, um, yeah, fat on those limbs. For a guy of that age yeah. to, um, yeah, to, to be, to be that, well, I don't know. We could go on all day about how much we love those guys. And we will, so stay uh, yeah. tuned. <laughs> Here's volume two. I did have a question, which you've answered it, I think, but I'm going to go back. It was sort of tongue-in-cheek, but um, about the, the, the handy night. So my question was, who was the true MVP? Because I reckon a bloke we mentioned earlier who's a good basketballer, doesn't have a lot of hair, and he's related to me. Um, he's, his last name rhymes with, um, I don't know what, rhymes with green. Not much. Not much, no. But I reckon Big Timmy, he ripped off that nice little fake roll in the low post there, and it was yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, look, look let's, let's be honest, he played completely out of his skin. He did, um, and selfishly. And selfishly. Oh, my Didn't God, selfishly, it. wow. No. In a, in a game which is just a bit of fun, some <laughs> bikes hitting, wow, did he take it a little bit too seriously. <laughs> and he had, look, it's, and some... Some drop for him, and good on him. It was yeah, good to see. It was nice. Gives him something to, uh, yeah, he can have some conversations. I remember that night where I dropped. You know, it'll get more. It'll be yeah, eight maybe five or six years. He would have put up forty, and it would have been on on Cooter. <laughs> I did bank a three pointer from the netball line. 
and thought I was pretty fucking good. I gotta say, <laughs> the fifth splash brother. Yeah, yeah, it was bang. It was it was all right. Um, yeah, I tell you, I, I, I tell you what, I had a big wake up call though because I'd been doing chemo for about three or four months. I think I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. But um, wow, you, does your fitness go straight away? Sure does. Well, I, was, I was five minutes and I had to come off and I get back out. Everyone wanted yeah. me back out there. I'm like, I ran around for five minutes. I'm done again. <laughs> and toward the, got to the end. It was about three minutes to go, and I subbed myself off. I sat down down to me Tony Searle, who's been my mate since yeah. I, I, I can't actually don't have any memories. Uh, he's not. Uh, he's he's not. A friend of me at that time. Yeah, he sits there. He goes, "Oh, you got to go back on. We're getting to get the kids. You, you and the kids back on." I just looked in the eyes. So I can't. What do you mean you can't? <laughs> I'm, done. I'm, I'm stuffed. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, really?" I'm like, "I am spent." <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know, I mean, you're you you were battling the illness side of things, but it's age as well, mate. Like, you know, I <clears throat> coach under sixteen boys, and I try and get into the game with them, do a bit of scrimmage. I've got five minutes in me if I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. And one little spin move through the key and I'm sucking in air for five minutes. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's the game we love. It's um, hard to stay away from isn't it? Oh, it is, mate. And I'm, I'm sort of fortunate, I guess, to be president at Alchi and, you know. I'll extremely, extremely good president. I'll give you that. Oh, thanks, mate. It, oh, look, it, it's all about the kids for me, you know, seeing... It's kind of how it should be, isn't it? It totally is, mate. It totally is. And this is what... It doesn't need to be overcomplicated. Nah, just let the kids play basketball. Yeah. You know? Having said that, I'm the most competitive coach going around too. And I've seen you coach and you're a bit of a similar mould. Yeah, think. yeah. I think uh, um, I'm starting to get some kind of... Uh, you know, <laughs> I might have been called a uh, Shane Phillips with no hair. <laughs> Remember Shane Phillips? How loud he was? Funnily enough. Um, Gary, a mate of mine, and I were talking about him last night. Wow, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, from Riverland. Yeah. Yeah. So he played here when I was a young fella, and he was – I had that crazy freak. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was unreal, though, wasn't he? And he is a loud coach. He, he is a loud team coach. across a couple of winters ago and was coaching under 16 boys or something yeah. in Riverland. Um, if anyone out there's got his number, I need it. So uh, <laughs> shout out. Um, mate, we're moving on – Time-wise. Um, I'm not surprised, by for, the way. <laughs> fortunately and or unfortunately, we're both Carlton supporters. Um, what's your greatest footy memory? Uh, my greatest footy memory. Uh, you know, and it's it's probably it's, it's probably for the wrong, the, the wrong reasons why this just sticks in my head. Mm. So as I said before, everyone's, everyone I hang around, all the boys were all rich men. So we'd... we'd Go to Benetook and we'd yeah. hire that bus and yeah. and hope we got it back in one piece multiple <laughs> times. Do the bomb so every time. We were watching Carlton and I can't even remember the year. Carlton and, and Richmond in the final, mm. and we were in the uh, the Ponsford stand. I think it was. Yeah. Um, and Cooter did his knee. Oh. There's there was eighty thousand people at the joint. Wow. So that was the game that Cooter did his knee, and the just the 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 quiet that yeah. eight, like they put it on the big screen and then even the Richmond guys are going oh shit that's Cooter Cooter oh wow no and it was that. just like the big oh and yeah and they uh, everyone exhale. went silent because yeah. they knew what it, what it was like yeah. it was pretty obviously done his knee and and because he was back then he was flying yeah literally changing the game the one hand um, pick up yeah and I would I'll never ever forget that moment yep and and just the you know, 
opposition supporters can be, you can see ugly, the ugliness of people can come out when they're cheering oh, the for footies. sports. Yeah. Oh, isn't it? But, um, yeah, just the, the silence went over 80,000 people yep. when we realised that, oh, shit, that's Cuda. bloody Cuda. Well, I've got a, I want to say it's a memory, but I sort of have a limited memory. In 95, we played the drinking game where every time your player got a touch, you had to scale your little grenade 200 mil of them in cans. <laughs> I got Cuda. I think he had about 47 for the day. Um, <laughs> safe to say, by the end of the game, I was sort of talking sideways. Um, but that was, uh, and unfortunately my dad was a cat's man, or he is, and um, yeah, he might have got a phone call, which he didn't enjoy. <laughs> Sorry about that. But he's going to get to see his cats this weekend. Yes, yes um, he will. Which, you know, it should be a good game of footy. I'm oh, looking um, forward to it. I'm looking forward. I think the, the, the cats... Uh, the Cats have got so many weapons. They're talented, and aren't they? Sydney just are relentless. But they, they're going to yep. need they're going to need Buddy to get three or four, or Papley pop up with three or four, or yep. Isaac Heaney. Sorry, um, yeah, well, Heaney, yeah, yeah, he's got, got a, a couple. I think Buddy, if he gets an early one or two, he's a bit of a confidence. Yeah, player. I'd love to see Buddy just tear it apart. Yeah, oh, really would. A running goal on the left. Yeah. On the band or oh, something, he, he's yeah. a talent. These, these people think he's gone. He was. Oh, no. and he's never it. gone. He's gone. He's still here. For a man who doesn't really get involved in the media, he his his commentary this week was interesting. Mm. Pretty much, it was fuck you to everyone that wrote me off. Yeah, you know, and I think nine years, nine million dollars. At the age he went up there, everyone yeah. said he's not. He's not going to make nine years. And then he's just signed on for one more. I reckon he just did that just to go jam it. All you people, <laughs> I don't need the money. I'll just stay in, in Bondi. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, pretty um, tough place to live, let's be honest, if you've got a lot of oh, money. And- mate, good on him, good on him. Um, mate, thanks for coming in and, and chatting. Um, I guess, for, you know, for me, I, I'm just glad that I got the opportunity to meet you through, you know, w- w- saw you from a distance, you beat me, we could never beat your team for all those years. Um, but then to sort of get to know you and watch your passion for, well... I guess I don't want to say altering a basketball club because it's the teams that you coach. They could wear any uniform and it wouldn't matter. So it's it's more the passion for the game. Um, it's it's a beautiful thing to watch from where I sit. It's a joy of mine as a president of the basketball club to be involved with, you know, three two hundred and sixty families nearly, mm. and and of which yours um, are one. And um, yeah, I think. Um, it's it's um yeah it's it's just cool. It's a great thing about sport. It's yeah, our, our, our decision to come over to Alchi with our kids has been the best decision we made. Yeah, awesome. um, yeah, and man, I got to tip my hat. Not not everyone is built to be able to be a president. Yeah, not and it's the it's the passion and it's the time, extra time, and all this stuff. Yeah, people just some people just don't have a go and are yeah. scared of it. But, yeah, what you've done over the last few years, because I reap the benefits, my kids reap the benefits yep. of your hard work, and mm. so does every kid, mm. every family that pulls on the red. Yep. So, you know. I appreciate that, mate. And, look, honestly, it's this year, um, so we, we're still growing in numbers, but, um, you know, I don't want to make this an LG thing, but so what we've now done is got more people involved, you know. Lisa's come on as a, an age group coordinator, and I've got all all kinds of amazing people come on board, um, and it's it's it's... The vision I had is starting to, you know, I've picked up on Gary Matthews' vision. He he started Elchie after they folded and he reinvigorated it because his young bloke was, 
was playing. Yep. Um, and I sort of, you know, learned a bit from Gaz and then picked up on that. And it's it's the time, you know, it's been five years, so it's time to hand on to the next yeah. group of people to run with it their way. But, you know, our kids this season, um, yours included, are going to have awesome brand new uniforms that they're free of charge. How good's that? Oh, awesome. Love it. Oh, dear. Find me another club that's doing that. <laughs> it's just wow. not happening. But know, as we're... you said, it's all about the kids. Like, why would you be taking on something like that if it wasn't all about the kids? It's not yeah. rocket science. No. Don't overconfuse things. It's a, it's just kids at a certain age that want to go and chase a round ball and put it in a hoop. Put it in a hoop. Thanks, Dr. James Naismith. And thanks, Handy, mate. We'll wrap it up. Appreciate it, brother, so much. Thank you very much for chatting. Um, and let's go and have a beer. Yep, sounds good. Bye.